Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning and good afternoon. Whatever time you're listening, good day. I hope it's a great day for you. It's a great day we can praise the Lord. I want to talk about a message called God Adores Our Praise. I believe with all my heart that God wants us to be people who praise His name. I have often told the story of my mother in the hospital when the doctor told her she had acute leukemia and she only had two to six weeks to live, and she yelled out, praise the Lord. You could hear it all through the hospital. I'm telling you, I was standing there, and it was, my mom was so anxious to go to heaven. Oh, man, the last, uh, and she lasted about six weeks, and she couldn't wait. She was saying, Tommy, when is Jesus going to take me? I want to get to heaven. And the ladies at the uh, nursing home said, we've never seen someone so excited to go to heaven. Well, it's easy to be excited to go to heaven when you know that's where you're going. You know you're going to spend eternity with Jesus. And my mom was so ready to go. It's amazing. It made it a lot easier on us and us boys. We were uh, we dealt with it a lot better. So anyway, I'm thankful for that. But God adores our praise. God has called us to praise him, to praise him. And we need to do that. In fact, Isaiah uh, excuse me, 43, 21 says, The people who I formed for myself, that they might declare my praise. I formed them so that they may declare the praise of Almighty God. Today and tomorrow, I'll be using a lot of different scriptures. So if you need to write some down, feel free to do so. But we need to be about praise. See, the Lord is my strength, and I praise him. The Lord should be our strength. We need to praise him. I believe when we get up in the morning, we ought to praise him. We roll out of bed, we might bounce on the floor, but let's bounce up praising him. I've told you many times, I go get the newspaper, and it's kind of funny I say that today because today I did not get the newspaper. I just realized it's still in my box. But you know what? I I walk out there and I praise him as I'm walking in the mailbox every day just because I want to lift up Jesus to start my day. We need to recognize the power of God in our lives, every single one of us. The power of God is there. He is our strength. He guides us. He helps us. You know, we need to share the joy of the Lord with others by by adoring our praise to God. And in fact, Psalm 28, 7, David said, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song, I praise him. I like that. The Lord is my strength. He is my shield. And he had to be for David as he was running from Saul. He had to be David's strength. And he was. And he said, he's my shield. He's my protector. He said, my heart, trust in him. I believe in him. I believe he's a God who's watched over me all these years in my life. He helps me. He says, my heart leaps for joy, excitement. Folks, do you have excitement about worshiping God and praising God? Do you have excitement about your relationship with him? And he says, with my song, I praise him. And you read through the Psalms and you'll see virtually there's many of them are songs and they've been made into Psalms because he was always praising God. You know, Catherine the Great from Russia, she said this, I praise loudly and I blame softly. I praise loudly. I blame softly. How many people, it's just the opposite. How many people blame is everything that comes out of their mouth. Yes, even church people, they go to church, but they're blaming something on somebody all the time instead of praising him. 
People in churches don't like the way things are. I've said this many times because, you know, as pastors, we deal with this. If somebody doesn't like the way this is done or that, they do a lot of blaming. Whose fault is that? You know, who's to blame? How about praising God that you have a church you can praise God in, that you have a church that you can walk in and thank him for his bountiful blessings? How about that? You know, we need to recognize what God has done in our lives. So what do we need to do? I think we need to make a list. Why don't you sit down and write down a list? What has God done for you? Well, he's given you a good job. Well, he's given you a roof over your head. He's given you a car to drive. In fact, he's given you money to pay for the insurance to drive that car. He's given you great friends around you. He's given you food at table at almost every time that you need to eat. You know, we need to express our praise. We're all different, and we all express our praise differently. You know, a lot of churches... Yeah, their worship's different. Their their praise services are different. You know, there's some churches that they stand the whole time and, and many people raise their hand and many people shout amen and hallelujah and, and praise the Lord. And there's other churches that they say nothing. They just worship God quietly before him. My church is kind of in the middle of that. I think we have a couple that, that might uh, say amen. We, we have a few that will raise their hand, uh, this kind of thing. Hey, it doesn't matter. I don't look at people and say, you need to do it this way and that way, but we do need to express our praise. God doesn't say a church has to praise this way or that way, but, but David in Psalms, you know, he hits that all through the Psalms about praising him. In fact, Psalm 47.1, David said, clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with the cries of joy. Shout to God, you are good, God. Your mercy is everlasting. Clap your hands. You know, sometimes people say in church you shouldn't clap your hands. Our church claps after worship songs. They're praising God and saying, hey, thank you. I mean, sometimes, sometimes they don't. But it's just, you know, we're thanking God for the gifts that he has given us and that we can praise him. Psalm 134, two says, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. We have people that lift up their hands. Sanctuary, my dad's hand would always be up. You'd always hear my dad saying, praise the Lord from the audience. That's just who my dad was. Now, they're not everybody's like that. And it doesn't matter. And hopefully we don't judge people for that. Some people go to different churches because they want to have more open or they don't want to or they want to be uh, more quiet or whatever it may be. There are churches for everybody, every type of church for everybody. But whatever it is, go in and praise him. Don't blame others for anything, but praise him and praise like uh, Catherine the Great said, praise loudly, blame softly. Oh, there's things that happen in life. And we deal with them because we know that life isn't easy. There's always situational things. Guess what, folks? They're not going away. You're going to continue to deal with issues. I don't care if you're the most godly person that walked the planet Earth. You're going to deal with situational things in life. You know, you could you could be the most spiritual person in your family and still have major issues. But it's about acknowledging and praising God for who he is, that he has got a home for us. He has a home for everybody that believes in him that someday we will spend eternity with him. So there are some benefits that God gives us. I think you'd agree with me. One is a forgiveness of sin. I bet you are very, very happy that he forgives your sin and that he remembers it no more. It's gone into a sea of forgetfulness. But yet in our lives, we want to bring those up all the time. We want to remember that sin. And he says, you know what? I have forgiven it. You can forget it too. You can move on in your life. In fact, 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, 
He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. He, if we confess our sins, if we're open about our sins, God, I've sinned against you. Forgive me. Forgive me. And you say, well, pastor, I've done it again and again and again. Well, you keep calling upon him. And I know somebody says, well, you just ask him once, he'll forgive it forever. Well, you can think that if you'd like. I don't know. I like acknowledging that, Lord, I've, I've made an error. I've made a blunder. I need your help. I think we need to acknowledge God. And we need to confess our sins and be faithful. He's faithful and just to forgive us. Isn't it great he is faithful to forgive us no matter what you've done? I've had people tell me in my ministry, Pastor, I can never be forgiven because I have done so many bad things. I have been a horrible person. Well, folks, what about the thief on the cross? He lived a life completely of sin his whole life. You know, thief and everything else he'd ever done in his life. That day he said, Jesus, remember me. He didn't go through a long eulogy, long, as I say eulogy, not eulogy. He didn't go through a long bunch of verses of what, what he has done and, and all, remembering all those things. He says, Lord, remember me. And he said, today, today you with me in paradise. All those things he's done in his life, and he did them over and over again, and God forgave him. See, and the other thing is we need to think positive about others. Think positive about others. How do you think towards others? Do you judge them because they don't think like you? Oh, they might say a word or two that you don't agree with. They might have a language issue. They might have a issue the way they handle things. Think positive about others. Think about what they claim to be Jesus lovers. Encourage them. Encourage them to be everything God has called them to be. We find Paul wrote to the Colossians in 3.13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Do you know, and I've talked about this often because I think it's just one of the greatest hindrances of our Christian life, is a lack of forgiveness is many people's walls. You talk about building a wall. Many people have built a wall between them and God because they have not forgiven their ex-spouse. They have not forgiven their child. They have not forgiven their spouse. They have not forgiven their work associate. They have not forgiven their pastor. They have not forgiven somebody that has hurt them down the line. And so they have a wall. It's a spiritual barricade between them and God. God says, the word of God says, we've got to forgive. You can't forgive your brother. He says, how can I forgive you? And folks, I'm telling you something. If you're holding on to bitterness right now, today, in the name of Jesus, give it to him. Say, Lord, take it away for good. Take it away for good so you don't concentrate on those things that will take you down. Man, the enemy would love for you to be bitter towards people. He'd love for you to be angry. Oh, you got fired from that job. I remember years ago, I didn't get a job that I was after, and and I knew I qualified. I knew I qualified over everyone else to get that job, and I was very, very upset about it, and I let it wear on me a little bit. And folks, that's where we got to give that. God, it's time to break down those barriers. You know, I remember years ago running an obstacle course in seventh grade in grade school, and one of the things you had to climb this wall, climb this wall that had no rivets or anything. It was just like a seven-foot wall. You had to jump up and grab it and pull yourself over the top. It was horrible, but you made it over the top. You can't finish obstacle course till you make it. Folks, let's climb the wall of forgiveness, get over it so we can break down that barrier so we'll have complete communication with God.
God adores your praise. I'm going to continue on tomorrow, and I hope that you will uh, join me again. But I pray your day is filled with his incredible glory. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.